This episode of At The Top, still can't say it, is brought to you by Grubhub. Those jerks that forgot to give me those 10 chicken fingers I ordered and only brought me nine. Thanks, Grubhub, for all that you do, I said sarcastically. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Actor Talk with Michael, Morgan, and Al. My name is Michael Kane, and joining me as always are my two acting chums, Morgan Freeman and Al Pacino. Gentlemen, what's going on? Oh, not much, uh, Michael. It's been uh, it's not much going on because it's pretty early in the morning. Why do we have to record these so early? I, 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 you know what I always say? I'll say, early bird makes a good first impression. That's not the saying at all. But that's what I always say. I say it differently, because I like to walk to my own tune instead of the tune that everyone else walks to. But that doesn't make any sense, Michael. Birds don't need to make good first impressions. They're birds. They're just, they're, they're always being birds. What kind of impression would you make if you're just always being a bird? Uh, please don't denigrate my saying, Mark, and you're hurting my feelings. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But Al, back me up on this. Isn't that weird? What? I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What were you guys talking about? No, but Al, you have to pay attention. We're doing the podcast. We just started an episode. Oh, oh, cool. Hey, hey, everyone. Al Pacino here. And uh, I am uh, not picking my nose. No, please, Al, that's, that's too much information. Don't tell the people that. I, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not doing that, okay? So in case you were thinking I might have been doing that instead of paying attention to the podcast, I am totally not doing that. Now everyone thinks you were doing that. But th- okay. okay, I got to do reverse psychology. I was picking my nose. And so I was. I was sticking my finger way up in there. And uh, so that's what I was doing. There, now they think I won't be. I wasn't picking my nose. Sometimes you gotta be faking how dumb you are. What? Nothing, don't worry about it. Welcome back to Actor Talk. Uh, Gentlemen, today, uh, what I wanted to talk about um, is a very important topic for actors. It's uh, charity work. And uh, I know that uh, both of you are involved in charity, as am I. Uh, as are all good actors out there, we, we, we make a lot of money doing this and we, and we really uh, get a lot of uh, attention. So it's important to give back. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, every actor should give back. It's, it's, just, it's just the right thing to do. Yeah, totally. I mean, I remember back in the day when I was doing a project with an actor who shall remain nameless and... Uh, I kept asking him, hey, buddy, what are you doing for charity? I want to get involved in charity, too. This was one of my first movies. And uh, he said, he just kept kind of ignoring the question or saying, oh, yeah, I'll talk about that later. And I, it turned out he wasn't doing a darn thing. It was just, I, and when I heard that, it made me sick. So ever since then, I made it a point to do charity work. Well, that's a very uh, inspiring story, Al. And uh... 
I feel sorry for that actor that wasn't involved in charity. Uh, but uh, uh, so I, I feel like it's appropriate to open the door here, open the floor, I should say, to uh, discussion. Uh, Al, how about we start with you? What charity are you involved with? Oh, well, my charity is, is very, very close to my heart. Ever since I was a young boy, I had a great affection for the noble dolphin. Oh, yes. Be beautiful, beautiful creature. Beautiful. Yeah, I love dolphins, too. Yeah. And so when I got to be where I was, you know, started to get some success in the industry, I thought, I need to start giving back to the dolphins. And I thought, how can I do that? How can I help those noble creatures? And I thought about it for a while. And, and I did some research, too. I went to a, an aquarium. I, I went to a marine biologist. I said, I said, his name was Stan. I said, hey, Stan, how can I help the dolphins? And then Stan gave me some information. He gave me some pamphlets. He, he, he filled my head with a lot of scientific mumbo jumbo. And <laughs> you know how it can be. Yes, I, I know. We're not scientists. We're actors. It can be very difficult. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, I don't understand a word you're saying, Stan. But here's the thing. I keep looking at these dolphins, and the thing I see more than anything else is the fact that they got no hair. They're, they're bald. They are bald as the day that I was born. By the way, I was born as a bald baby. and uh, But fortunately, my hair grew, and now I got this luscious mane. Yeah, you got a great head of hair. Thank you. I wasn't fishing for that, but thank you. So I said, Stan, these dolphins are bald. They must feel very insecure. I tell you, I'm in an industry where, you know, it, 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 if you start going bald, oh, that's not good. You're not going to get as many roles unless you're going to get roles as like a, you know, a bald guy. And there's not a lot of roles for bald guys. Yeah, I think uh, Bruce Willis has quoted the market on that one. He really has, hasn't he? I mean, come on, Bruce. Save some of the rest of the bald people. But anyway, the point is, I said, Stan, we got to get these dolphins some wigs. And so that's exactly what my charity does. It's called Wigs for Dolphins or WFD. And I said, it's, it's my charity. I don't even put my name on it, but I've put a lot of my resources toward that and a lot of anonymous donations. And uh, I feel really good about how this charity has helped a lot of the dolphins out there. Wow, that, that is a very noble cause, I will say, Al. Uh, so uh, how do you get the wigs to the dolphins? Oh, that's a very good question, Morgan. So here's what, here's what we do. I, at the board meeting, I said, you know what? All the dolphins hang out in the ocean. Let's just take a bunch of wigs, fly them over the ocean, dump them in there, and hope and uh, pray that they get to the right dolphins. That's the best we could do. And, uh, well, you know, that yeah, that is the best you can do. So I, I admire that. And uh, I would imagine that, uh, you know, as you dump them in the ocean, dolphins probably get them. Maybe some other fish get them. Oh, I hope not. I don't want any other fish to get those wigs. Just the dolphins. But I guess there's there's a risk. Yeah, I know, I know. But we do our best. And uh, I feel very good about all the wigs we've dumped in the Pacific Ocean. Only the Pacific? Yeah, we're hoping to branch out. I'm hoping to go to the Atlantic, maybe the Indian, Arctic. We're going to go all over the world. 
It's going to get bigger and bigger. Well, thank you for sharing out. It's a, uh, that's a very inspiring charity, and uh, I hope uh, some of the uh, actors out there that gave them some ideas, maybe they can help the wildlife too. Yeah, but not the dolphins. How I got that taken care of. Yes, very much. Uh, so, Morgan, how about you? what uh, charities are you involved with? Well, uh, personally, uh, this, this, I, I've been involved in a charity for quite some time, and it, it hits very, very close to home, just like Al. Um, it was born out of, uh, well, quite frankly, a disability that uh, I've been shackled with my whole life. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were disabled. It, it, I hide it well, but uh, it's something that uh, had me ostracized from uh, a lot of groups uh, for most of my life. It's just some terrible discrimination. And uh, I, my charity exists to raise awareness about this, uh, this uh, horrible thing that uh, causes so much division in our country. Wow. Well, what... what... What is it, Morgan? Uh, to be quite honest, it's hard for me to admit this on the air, but uh, it's okay, buddy. We're here for you. We're, we're friends. Come on, you can tell us. Okay. I can't curl my tongue. What? You can't? What? I know, I know, I know. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I cannot curl my tongue. I try and I try and I try, but every time my tongue just stays kind of flat. It doesn't curl. I'm so, I'm so ashamed. Uh, Morgan, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just, uh, you, you can understand how shocked we are to hear this. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know you weren't a curler. Yeah, I'm not a curler. But, but you know, there are a lot of us out there, and I feel like we deserve to have a voice, too. So I created this charity called uh, Curlers of America, and uh, we gather together. We have meetings, usually about once a month, where uh, we all come together, and uh, we, we uh, just kind of commiserate, but we also empower each other and say, you know what? We will have our rights, and we will fight uh, against those people that would seek to discriminate against us. And uh, I feel like we've done a lot of good in this country. Well, that's that's beautiful, Morgan. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Uh, what 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 have you? What are some of the the victories uh, your organization has had? Well, thank you for asking, Michael. Uh, we've had a few pieces of legislation that have been uh, suggested, you know, uh, been put to a vote in Congress. Anyway, uh, I consider that a victory to have them at least put to a vote. Um, None of them passed. They were all pretty much unanimously put down. Uh, a lot of them had to do with, you know, uh, stop making fun of people who can't curl their tongue and uh, and uh, stop calling us uh, can't curlers and things like that, you know, trying to put that legislation into law. Uh, I didn't even speak in front of Congress a few times, uh, uh, but they all kind of laughed at you. Yeah, they laughed at me. Oh, that's terrible. That is terrible. I think I remember that. Yeah, you might. Well, but you know, it's, we, we are getting the word out there. So eventually the stigma of not being able to curl your tongue will be destroyed. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Uh, ways to speak out for the people that need a voice, Morgan. That's, that's really beautiful. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Michael.
And so, Michael, what, what are you, what charity are you involved with? My charity, it is called Book Jackets Are Important. That's my organization. Book Jackets Are Important. And, and, and what we stand for is uh, people need to respect book jackets. I've seen a lot of people out there with books, reading books, uh, when they're sitting, uh, minding their own business, whether eating or something like that, they'll be sitting there with the book, but it won't have a book jacket on. And I'll say, that's, that's just wrong. That's not, that is, how can you read the book and not have the book jacket on? We don't know what you're reading because otherwise, unless you had the book jacket on there, we couldn't know what they're reading. And it just infuriated me. So I created this, this, uh, non-profit organization to raise awareness for the importance of having the book jacket on the book book. Also the importance of book jackets. It's if you don't have a book jacket, the book is naked and that's just obscene. So uh, that is my organization. We are legion. We're out there uh, getting the word out. We, we actually had a rally the other day. Uh, we had about 15 people show up and uh, they all brought books with book jackets on them. It was beautiful. It was just Beautiful. And that's my organization. That's stupid. What? What? Book jackets? Michael, that's... Oh, come on, man. Yeah, Michael, that, that seems like a waste of time. Who cares about book jackets? Uh, uh, but it's my organization. It's what I care about. No, that's stupid, Michael. I, I don't care for that. I don't care for that at all. Yeah, you, you, you lost us on that one. everyone. Uh, Michael Kane here to talk about a product. Um, well, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've never used this product before, but apparently people enjoy it. It's called the My Little Pony Dream House. And here's how it works. Apparently, these ponies are sort of anthropomorphic. They're, they're, they're like people and they can talk and they can wear dresses and uh, they like to live inside a house, which I, I pointed out to the people who handed me this copy. Ponies don't live in houses. They live in, in farms and barns. And, and they said, Michael, that's not, that's not the point. The point is you've got to promote this product. So, well, here we are. And the point is you should go out and buy the My Little Pony Dream House. Uh, apparently, it's very popular with young, young girls. Um, they, they enjoy it, apparently. Um, so uh, more power to you. Uh, to me, I don't see the point. Seems a little ridiculous. Uh, but uh, there it is. Well, uh, that that's the ad. Oh, sorry, that kind of petered out there at the end. Hello, Liam Neeson here, and I'm going to do a new segment on this show called Meditation with Liam Neeson. You see, as an actor, I find it helpful to meditate before I go into roles. So today I'm going to lead you through an exercise that should help you with your uh, acting, it will get you in the zone, as you, as they say out there in the acting world, the zone which you need to be in in order to act well. And joining me is my pupil for today's episode, Michael Kane. I uh, guess uh, I'm excited to uh, join you for this exercise, uh, Liam. It's going to be, I hope, I hope it'll be helpful for me. I know I'm always looking for ways to improve, so I'm, I'm excited. Good. Okay. Now here's what we're going to do, Michael. First. I need you to close your eyes. Okay, I have my eyes closed. For the listeners out there, uh, I want to clarify that my eyes are indeed closed. 
Yes, I can see your eyes are closed. I can verify that right now. Great. Okay, now what do I do? Okay, sit there for a minute while I go get a drink. I'll be right back. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay, I guess I have to keep my eyes closed. I think he left. Um, uh, I guess we're just going to be broadcasting dead air for a minute until he gets back. Uh, I, maybe I shouldn't even be talking. Uh, maybe this is a. Maybe I should just be quiet here and uh, start to get in the zone. Yeah, maybe that's. Maybe this is a test. Maybe this is a test. Maybe he's going to listen back to this later and see that I was, I was talking. I can't have that. Okay, I'm going to be quiet. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I love these Red Bulls. Oh, they really get the energy flowing. Is a, uh, is a Red Bull very helpful for meditation? It seems like it would get you too out. Yes, it's very helpful. Don't question the teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So my eyes are closed there. Now what do I do? Okay, picture yourself in a meadow. A meadow full of, of happy, happy horses. Horses frolicking through the meadow. Do you see the horses, Michael? Yeah, yes, I do. I see them. They're lovely. Oh, look at them. What color are the horses? They're brown. No, they're not brown. Wrong. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. What color are they? No. What color are they? Say the right color. Well, I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, they're, they're, uh, black? No, not black. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, uh, uh, they're red. They're red horses. Wait, they're red horses? That's... That's kind of upsetting. I don't want to see red horses. No, you're seeing red horses. That's part of the meditation. Don't question the teacher. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, red horses. I see the red horses. Now what? Now, feel yourself lifting off of the ground. You're levitating. Oh, okay. This is... All right, so I'm looking... To... Oh, my gosh. My feet are off the ground. This is... This is something. Yes, you're levitating into the air above the red horses. And now all the red horses are looking up at you. What are they saying, Michael? What are they? What are they? What are they saying? Yes, what are they saying? What are the horses saying to you? Uh, uh, nay. I think that's what horses say, right? Nay. No, no, no. They're saying actual words. What are they saying? Wait, so these are talking horses? Yes, they're talking horses. What are they saying to you, Michael? Uh, uh, hello, Michael. No, that's not what they're saying. What, what are they saying? I don't know what they're saying. Tell me what they're saying, Liam. Fine, I will tell you what they're saying, but you should be able to figure this out for yourself. It's part of the meditation. Anyway, the horses are saying, look out, look out, a blimp. A blimp is going to crash and hit you. What, 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 what a blimp, blimp? Look out, look behind you, Michael. There's a blimp. It's the Hindenburg. It's going to hit you. Oh, no, oh my goodness. What, what do I do, Liam? What do I do? Don't do anything. The, the Hindenburg is going to hit you, and you're going to die in the meditation. What? That's terrible. Oh, the, the Hindenburg hit you. Now you're dead. What? Uh, open your eyes. What? Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest, Liam. That didn't, that didn't relax me at all. Well, it shouldn't have relaxed you. That's not what this is about. This is about getting on your toes, because you need to be on your toes. Do you feel, you feel like you're on your toes, Michael? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I'm feeling very unsettled right now. Use it. Harness it. Now go act as the unsettled person you are. Okay. Um, I don't have any project to work on right now, so uh, 
I guess uh, this wasn't really relevant for me. But I hope there was someone out there listening right now who it was relevant for. And if it was relevant for you, please write to me. Liam Neeson at 555 Maple Street, Los Angeles, California, 90210. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Meditating with Liam. I hope you got something out of it. Now, I'm off to fight for justice. Hey, Bobby! Ow, please. I'm tr- Can't you see I'm trying to read over here? Sorry, Bobby. I didn't, I didn't see that. What you reading? I, don't worry about it. I, I, forget about it. W- w- what do you want? No, seriously, what are you reading? Don't, don't, don't worry about it. I'm just reading the... Ah, hey, wait, hold on. Is that Eat, Pray, Love? Don't worry about it. Okay, yes. Yes, I'm reading Eat, Pray, Love. Are you happy? Happy you got that out of me? Yeah, I'm very happy. I love that book. I like the eat part more than the pray or the love. Personally, eating has always been my favorite thing. Well, I, I, I will agree. The eat part is quite fun. I, I, the pray part I also enjoy. It really makes me think about my prayer life. Yeah, yeah, I'm bored. Okay, Bobby, I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Bobby, I've been thinking a lot lately, and I wanted to run an idea by you. Oh, boy, okay. Hit me. What's your idea so I can get back to reading, please? Okay, here it is. Bobby, I've been thinking a lot about my mortality. I've been thinking about how, you know, we all only have so much time on this mortal coil. And I've been thinking I want to achieve a dream I had as a child. Okay, well, that's that's a very common thing, Al. I, I, I applaud you for, you know, trying to get back to your childhood dreams. I want to be an astronaut. Bobby, I want to be an astronaut. I want to go up to space. I want to see the moon. It's a little late, I think, to be an astronaut. You're, I hate to say it, but we're we're not we're not young men anymore. I know we're not, but I want to be an astronaut, and I feel like I can do it with your help. What, what, why my help? I don't know anything about being an astronaut. What are you talking about? I'm talking about. Helping me, Bobby. You gotta train me. You gotta be my trainer. I know I've seen a lot of astronaut movies and astronaut videos, and they all always have a lot of training in them. And I feel like you would be the perfect astronaut trainer. What? what? I don't. Al, what are you not understanding here? I don't know the first thing about being an astronaut. I cannot help you with that. It doesn't matter, Bobby. You have the right attitude. You're always so motivational. Every time I'm with you, I come away feeling better about myself. I think that's the key. You got to just keep uh, making me feel better about myself. Uh, Al, it, it takes a lot more than feeling good about yourself to be an astronaut. I know that. I know that. But here's the thing. I also have a theory. And the theory is astronauts need to be weightless. Right? That's Whenever you see an astronaut in space, they're always weightless. And uh, I, so I, I think that I need to be weightless. What? Get, now, follow me on this, Bobby. Follow me on this. Uh, and to be weightless, you need to relieve yourself of some of the burdens you've been carrying all these years. Uh, okay. So, wait. Uh, what? 
I'm saying, Bobby, I feel terrible about myself, and that's been weighing me down. But you can make me feel better about myself. And by feeling better about myself, I will shed all of this extra weight I've been carrying, and it'll be easier for me to be weightless when I need to be when I am an astronaut. Boom. Brilliant logic. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm just going to... You mind if I be very blunt with you. I love it when you're blunt with me. It makes me feel great. Okay, okay. Well, I'm not gonna pull any punches here. That, what you just said, is the dumbest thing I have ever seen. I have five grandchildren. They're all very young. They're all younger than five. What you just said defies even their logic. It is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard, and I am this close to punching you in the face. You really mean it, Bobby? Yeah, of course I really. Mean it. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I lie about that? Oh, Bobby! Thank you, thank you once again. You are making me shed that dumb idea that I just had. You're perfect to be my coach. This is gonna be great. I can't wait. I'm gonna go tell the world that Bobby is gonna be my space coach. It's gonna be fantastic. All right, all right. Wait, ow, ow. Wait, uh, he left his recorder. How, how do you, what, why does he have, is this recording? What the, got it, how do you turn this off? Hey everyone, Morgan Freeman here, and I'm here to talk about my friend Terry's bird seed. Uh, if you don't know, my friend Terry loves to make bird seed. And uh, bird seed, of course, is what you feed birds when they're hungry. When you're in the park and uh, you see some birds, uh, if you don't have a piece of bread, you can Feed him some bird seed. Uh, and my friend Terry has come up with the best bird seed that uh, I, I've come across. Uh, this ain't your grandma's bird seed, to be quite frank. Uh, this bird seed will make the birds go crazy. I've tried it in the park, and oh man, those birds will start to they'll go all over the place. They start flying all over the place and, and tweeting their heads off. Oh, it, it's 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 something to something to see. And uh, well, I can't tell you what Terry's secret is, but let's just say he. He laced the bird seed with a little something, something, uh, and uh, I can't say any more than that. Uh, but uh, it does, it does the trick, and uh, those birds go crazy. Uh, come to think of it, they did attack the guy that uh, was sitting next to me at the on the park bench, and uh, well, he wasn't very thrilled with it, but I was. It was fun to watch. He, he was going, he was running around, screaming his head off, and oh, those birds, they love that bird seed. So, if you're uh, in the market for some bird seed, Buy it from my friend Terry. Uh, you can, I don't know his number. Uh, I, I never know the information for these things. Uh, well, uh, if you know my number, call me up. I'll tell you how to get a hold of, get a hold of Terry. So uh, uh, that's the ad.